It's Tanya Burton. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about three ways you can stay healthy after surgery. I have had so many clients reach out to me and they're like, Tanya, I'm I'm so stressed out and anxious about my surgery, not just surgery alone, but the recovery afterward. Um, you know, they made so much progress, losing weight, feeling good, and all of a sudden it's like, bam, a punch in the face. Uh, nope, you can't take care of your health anymore. You got to sit here and do nothing and be miserable as you recover. That is not the case. You can still make awesome progress um, after surgery. And like anything in life, take it as a learning experience. How do I still maintain my progress, if not lose weight, um, when it comes to recovery after surgery? It's possible. Okay, so I'm going to go over three things you need to know um, to stay healthy after surgery and my uh, top three things to really, really dial in on some action items for you. I'm all about action items because our bodies love a look good check mark if we do it every single day. So <laughs> I want to make sure that after this episode, you feel good and confident and you're not scared or nervous um, about your health after your surgery. So number one, when it comes to um, oh, my oven is ready. Oh, <laughs> when it comes to um, your goals, sometimes we need to take a step back and, and look at it as a uh, being honest with yourself of not feeling bad that, hey, I can't lose weight anymore. I was losing like a pound or two pounds a week and I have surgery. And sometimes we need to take a step back and kind of revisit our goals for however longer recovery is. You know, for some people it's, you know, five to eight weeks. So you just want to just mentally prepare yourself. You're like, hey, if at the end of these five to eight weeks, just go with that, I'm within one to three pounds or maybe one to five pounds max, um, I did good. I maintained my weight. Maintaining weight is awesome. It is a great skill to have. You should celebrate when you maintain weight through a difficult time, through holidays, through surgeries, through anything that feels like a curveball in your life, if you maintain, that is awesome. So many times we're like, we wasted time. No, you didn't. You're learning um, to cope with other things and not rely on food uh, to comfort yourself. So for, for you to maintain weight during a difficult situation in your life is fan-freaking-tastic, okay? Give yourself some credit if you've gone through some things and you've been able to maintain the last five pounds. That is fantastic. So just mentally know... You know, let's say you go into surgery and you weigh 215. If in the next few weeks you only get up to 220, awesome. That's great. Uh, just just keep that mental note because so many times we're like, oh my gosh, it could have been 10 pounds lighter. No, you couldn't have because things happen and progress sometimes slows down. It's inevitable. Things come up. So just have some grace with yourself. Be realistic. Give yourself that time frame, that deadline. Hey, I will feel good about myself if I at least... Don't see this number on the scale after uh, I get cleared for, you know, living my normal life again. Okay, so number one, revisit your goals, your health goals, and, and make them realistic, okay? Just because you started a diet doesn't mean you always have to be losing weight, okay? There's other ways of progress. So that's a huge one, maintaining your weight after surgery, okay? Number two, it's control. Um that's the number one thing I hear from people when they reach out and they say they're going to have, you know, foot surgery or shoulder surgery. So they feel hopeless, like, oh my gosh, I can't do anything. I can't go anywhere. I used to, 
You know, I have a client that would run all the time. She absolutely loves running. God bless her. I don't understand people who love to run, but I'm so jealous of your guys' thrive and craving to run. But she can't run for the next six weeks or even put any pressure on her foot. And her recovery is going to take a year. So mentally that is hurting her. And I totally understand that. And that's it's so easy to fall into that trap of only focusing on that, right? And, and being depressed about it and being sad. Um, so I will encourage you in this way. Instead of focusing on what you can't control, focus on what you can control. You can control what you eat. You also can control how much of it you eat. Okay, and we all know nutrition is like, I don't know, 100% of your weight. So (laughs) what you consume is a reflection. And so just know that you can control what you're eating, how much of it you're eating. You can control your water intake. But most of us fall into that trap of, oh, I can't work out. I might as well just say screw it to eating healthy. I'm just going to eat junk all day. I'm going to go out to eat. I'm going to eat little dubbies and who cares about water? Because if I can't work out, I might as well not do any of my other habits. You know, we've all heard that analogy of, you know, just because one tire's flat, you don't go and slash out the other three, right? Focus on what you can control. It's huge, right? Same thing, you know, I I love the one of just because you missed one day of brushing your teeth doesn't mean you stop brushing your teeth forever. Just pick up where you left off of on your good habits and stick with them. Drinking water is an easy one, okay? Especially if you're recovering at home, you have that baby, that water bottle uh, right next to you and you drink it and you're going to feel better. People, uh, even including myself, I didn't know how valuable water was. And if you want energy, you want clarity, you want to feel better, drink more water and you can control that after surgery, okay? Something else that you also can control This was a really helpful tip with one of my clients. Um, She found out that she couldn't be on her foot for a couple of weeks and they're still deciding if she needs surgery or not. And I mean, just just bawling on the phone, feeling hopeless. And, you know, I lost 25 pounds. I can't walk anymore and I can't do anything. I have to sit in my bed all day. And she's so depressed. And I said, hey, you can control, like I've already mentioned with you, your water and your food intake and she knows that but something about moving that when you are like paralyzed of you're not allowed to get up and move it's very depressing but I did encourage her and let her know hey you can control your neat activity now this isn't a popular term so I'm gonna get all sciencey on you so hang in here what does neat mean neat is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis Ah, tongue twister say that 10 times um So what does that mean? That means everything that doesn't include exercise where your body's moving and you're burning calories. So like if people are like playing around with their hair or tapping their foot, um, if you are cleaning, okay, coloring, painting, you're moving your body. It's not vigorous. I hope you don't paint that way. (laughs) That's weird. Um, Doing a puzzle. You're moving your body. You're burning calories. So if you just got surgery done and you're not allowed, let's say you got foot surgery, you're not allowed to move your lower part of your body, you can move the upper part of your body. And so I encouraged her, hey, what do you enjoy doing with your hands? And she goes, well, I could still cook and bake. I'm like, awesome. Uh, What else? And she goes, well, I uh, I have a coloring book 
And she goes, is that ridiculous? You know, I'm an older person, you know, like I'm not seven years old. Is it okay for me to color? And I'm like, I love to color. I mean, it's so relaxing. Um, I even have clients who color on their phone. That's their like relaxation. So obviously actually coloring would burn more. Um, uh, But painting, crocheting, uh, making gifts. Uh, uh, I like, I love to make scrapbooks. Oh my goodness, that takes a lot of work and energy moving back and forth, back and forth, cutting, pasting, putting everything together, Um, you know, wrapping gifts, decluttering your kitchen. Like you literally could probably sit in one spot and open up a drawer and go through it. Like that would be your neat. You're creating movement without actual exercise. So that's something that I would encourage. Make a list of things that you can do around your house or even just relaxation at home, whether that's coloring or organizing or cleaning or doing laundry you know, just sitting there and just folding laundry will bump up your neat level. Does that make sense? Okay, so that's very important. Know that you can control how much you move. Um, and let's say like you had like arm surgery and uh, you can't lift weights up your, your upper body and you're very sad about that. You know what you can do is when you talk on the phone, you can pace back and forth at home. You know, you could still do a leg workout. You could still do a, an ab workout. Obviously clear it with your doctors before you do. Um, and my one client that I mentioned earlier that she loves to run and she can't do that for an, for a year. Guess what we did the other day, we got on a zoom call and I go, Hey, let me show you a workout that you can do with no weights sitting down in a chair. And it was probably about five to seven minutes that we did. I mean, no weights at all. So I showed her what, how she could train her abs and her upper body with no weights. Y'all, I am sore today. I woke up this morning and I'm like, why are my shoulders hurting? And I go, oh my goodness. It's because that workout I did with her yesterday, um, it was it was ridiculous. Um, I'll have to share it with you guys later on. But it was a great way just to get her heart rate up, get her bo- upper body moving, right? Not feeling like stiff and tired, showing her an ab workout, an upper body workout that you don't need weights, okay? So that was really great to show her that. Um, just know, just ask yourself what workouts can I do, okay? So it is possible, but like I said, a lot of times we feel hopeless of what of what we can't do after we have surgery, but focus on what you can do. You're going to feel better knowing that you have some type of control and some options to focus on instead of being depressed and just sitting on your couch all day, okay? Get creative, get resourceful. Go on Pinterest, go on Google, look up stuff of what other people are doing after surgery to keep them sane. Okay, so I'm sure somebody has wrote a blog about what I did after surgery to keep me happy and, and, and joyful. Um, and that comes to my point number three is your mental barriers. Like I said, um, sometimes, you know, most people, they like to get out and um, I like, for instance, I'm just relying on my clients. They, they like to be social and, you know, if you have surgery, you have to stay in more. If you're a homebody, you're lucky because you're like, this is a blessing. I don't have to talk to anybody <laughs> or see anybody. But with a lot of people, they like to get out. They like to go to the gym. They like to go shopping. They like to just drive around. And so it's important in that time, if you feel like you might get depressed or it's really sad being at home, get, being creative and finding new ways of, of joy. So what I encourage is uh, turn on music if you feel like even while you're cooking or getting ready for something or you just got out of bed and you feel kind of blech because, you know, you're in pain or you feel tired. Turn on some music that's going to pump you up. Music does that. Okay. Comedy. 
download and watch all the funny stuff you could possibly find on either, you know, Pandora, whether you listen to a comedy show or you watch it on Netflix or whatever, YouTube, laugh, laugh, oh my goodness, will boost your immune system. It's so good for you, okay? And we don't take advantage of laughing. Um, I heard the other day, on average, children laugh 200 times a day, 200 times. Guess how many times an adult laughs? On average, they laugh four times. That's sad. That's so sad because we're, we're so focused on the negative and everything that's going on in our lives that we don't stop to find joy and, and, and laughter. So I encourage it. Even if, you're, even if you're listening, you're like, I don't have surgery coming up. Just find every single day and find a way to laugh. It's so important for you and your health. Okay, you're going to feel better. You're going to sleep better. Uh, if you have insomnia, uh, just laugh a little bit more throughout the day. It's going to help you out tremendously, okay? Maybe it's this time after surgery, you find a new hobby. Like, dive into something that you've been wanting to do. Maybe it's that book that you bought three years ago and you never read it. Good. Go start a bubble bath and go read it. Like, find ways, find things that you wanted to do five or ten years ago, dabble into it. You know how many certifications you can do? online now like you want to learn how to be a bartender great go take a course online you want to learn spanish or another language great go hire a coach for the next couple weeks and start dabbling in that there's so many different ways that we can advance ourselves mentally um, which really brings us joy that i truly truly encourage step out of your comfort zone maybe it's you you've been always wanting to do your own podcast or start your own youtube channel do it now. Take advantage of this time, okay? Look at the positive. Look at things that's, that are going to, you know, bring you joy into your life. And I know it's hard to do because we're not used to asking ourselves. We're so used to looking at the negative. No, I'm going to challenge you because you're listening to this podcast, okay, that you find things that bring joy to your life. Um, one of the cool things, I was talking to my client. She's, it's very important her to get out of her house. She goes, I... I can't stand being in here. I just, I just don't want to be in here. This is why I have two jobs. This is why I work 16 hours a day. Like, I just like to be outside of my house, and I love that. But, of course, when she had her surgery, she has to be more at home, and she doesn't like that. So what she did is she jumped into the car. No, she didn't jump. She got into the car with her friend and her kids. And so her what she did was her friend was able to run errands and leave the kids in the car because she was in there. So she got to communicate and have fun with her friend and help her friend out, and she just drove around all time, you know, the evening with her friend, um, which I thought was a fantastic idea. Plus, um, scheduling time to go to the gym. Like, even if your leg is, you you can't put a lot of pressure on it, you can just sit there and do an ab workout. You can just do, sit there and do an arm workout using the weights there. So, as long as your doctor clears you for it, find ways to get out of the house, and try to, you might have to do different modifying different ways of how you would work out you know obviously she can't run but as long as you're in that atmosphere and you're trying to better your health that's all that matters sometimes it's like a black and white situation we got to stop like either I work out or I don't do what you can you might have to do some new stuff because you're limited but do what you can because your body will thank you for it okay maybe it's booking a, a mani or a petty you know just getting out of your house and doing that having a girl's day whatever it is be resourceful Okay, so just a quick recap. Number one, if you're going to have surgery, uh, have a little mental conversation with yourself. Have a meeting with yourself of, okay, what would make me happy at the end of my recovery in the next 
couple weeks if I'm not over this number on the scale, okay? That will give you be make you more mindful and more cautious because you do not want to go over that number, right? You can control what you eat. You can control your food intake. Like I guess in my client, um, she started coloring. She still tracked her food. She got in her water. And I meant to mention this. She kept up her neat level and check this out without even walking a lot, okay? She was down three pounds in one week. And she goes, oh my gosh, Tanya, I cannot believe it. I was over here last week crying to you. And then this week I'm down three pounds. And I'm like, what'd you do? She goes, I tracked my food, drank my water, and I kept up my neat activity as high as I could. And I go, yes, sister, that's what I'm talking about. So I'm giving you hope in that aspect, okay? So here's your action. Oh, okay. And then the last point was your mental barriers. I meant to mention that, sorry. Um, being aware of your struggles mentally and finding solutions of enjoyment and happiness, okay? We can't just be in that rut uh, you know what? Just turn on some Joel Osteen. This guy will make you feel good about yourself in the next like 30 seconds. He is so uplifting and so hopeful. He is so awesome to listen to. Um, but just be aware of that and have a plan walking into surgery. Don't just wing after surgery recovery. Know what you got to do to have a good recovery, a healthy recovery, and mentally a like a joyful experience that we're not just depressed the whole time. Okay. So three things that I would encourage you to focus on. One, track your food. That is something you can control and you're going to feel so much better knowing that you're plugging in your food. Don't worry about calorie deficit. Just maintain. You know, maybe you just don't go over 1,500 calories or 1,600 calories, whatever your BMR is, okay? Try not to go over that. You're going to feel so much better. You can control your water. That would be actually my number one. You wake up because uh, you might be sleeping for a long time, but when you do wake up, pff, you pound that water out. Try to get in, you know, 15, 20 ounces in. You know, just chug, chug, chug that water. You're going to feel better. Every meal, chug 15 to 20 ounces. Oh, it's just going to be amazing for you. So you can control your water. Get creative with your neat. That's number three. So track water and neat. Think of ways to get creative with just moving your body as much as you can. It doesn't have to be exercise. Just get up and move it or sit down and move your upper body, Okay. Uh, I hope that was helpful. If a friend or family member that you know is going to have surgery or they just had it, uh, please send them this podcast because they they need hope and they need to hear that it's it's going to be okay. Uh, they just need to have a you know a walkthrough of what to expect and what to do, and they're going to be thriving and they're going to thank you so much for, for for providing them this information. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Have an awesome day, and I'll talk to y'all later.